time that we check in with the one and only Michelle Cummins, the local rock star realtor we chat with each and every Saturday. Good morning, Michelle. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Good morning, Curtis. <laughs> exactly. We got to get you on one way or the other. So happy like like last weekend of August. Can you believe next week is already September? I'm, I'm trying not to think about it. Yeah, the long weekend's coming up real fast here, and uh, it, it's scary, isn't it? Because, I mean, for you, I mean, that means that, uh, you know, it, it never slows down. The realty season is, is well, year-round. But that means certain things like, you know, you know, putting the boat away and stuff like that, and maybe not going to those, those uh, boat-only access places on Harrison. You know what? I have been so busy. We haven't bought the boat out once this summer. Not yet. But you know what? We have just power-washed it. And next weekend, we're hoping to take it out on that Harrison River to Harrison Lake and go see you and see the bands on the beach in Harrison Hot Springs. Well, that's an option, too. That's always yeah. a good thing to do with a long weekend. I've, I've been doing this for like 11 or 12 years, or how many years they've been doing it. They keep having me back, which normally events don't have me back more than maybe twice. So it's amazing they keep bringing me back. You're like, uh, uh, you just stick. <laughs> well, normally people get annoyed with me after a couple times, so I'm surprised they keep bringing me back. Curtis, you were so hilarious. It, last year was fun. It was great. You were so good at that, and the bands were awesome, and it's just such a good time. So I'm looking forward to it. So that'll be our first voyage of this year, and probably our only one. <laughs> <laughs> the first and the last. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, talking about uh, events and things that are happening, uh, I, I'm i like, the, this Sunday, or tomorrow, um out in Agassiz, there is the second annual Broken Whisk Car Show, and last year was a blast. They had tons of different cars. They're gonna. It's from ten to two p.m. and there's food, there's breakfast sandwiches, burgers, hot dogs. Uh, there's a live band playing called Outlaws and Lace, and there's trophies and prizes. And the address is right off Pioneer Avenue. It's at um, like the restaurant downtown Agassiz. So that's going to be from ten to two tomorrow. And so rain or shine, come on out, bring your vehicle. Oh, if you want a vehicle in it, you got to register with Chef Mike. Uh, so you can contact uh, me if you need that email or contact if you want your car in it. Otherwise, just come and enjoy. And, okay, so next week, another event, Wednesday, August 31st, from 30, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30, there's a special Zoom meeting with local businesses. And the speaker this week is Brandon Kirk, and he's going to speak about the seven steps to a sound financial future. And with inflation going through the roof and the Canadian dollar getting weaker and weaker, we all need to spend our money wisely and invest wisely. So this is a free and easy live Zoom event you can be part of in your PJs. <laughs> so just get your cup of coffee, click the link, and come and hear what he has to say. And I'll be there myself bright and early. Uh, so, yeah, hope to see you there. And uh, you need the Zoom link, so contact me for the Zoom link if you want to come or watch or be part of that. And uh, interest rates are going up on September 7th. So please, if you're going to buy in the next few months, get pre-approved beforehand. And that's not just verbal. You want something in writing from a mortgage, a broker, or a bank. You need a mortgage commitment in writing before September 7th to protect you from the interest rate hikes. Because it's probably going to go up possibly 100 basis points, maybe 0.75. But a lot of people are saying probably... A hundred. So that's going to make a huge difference in your buying power if, if uh, that affects you. So uh, that's some more information. And a seller seminar. This event is happening September 15th, and it's how to sell in today's market. 
last week we were saying the market isn't shifting. It has shifted and it's, a, it's, it's back. So uh, prepare and know how to sell in today's market for the best dollar possible. And so that's September 15th at 7 p.m. again via Zoom. Uh, and uh, you can contact me for that link as well. And then a reminder, we mentioned it last week. But September 30th is a national day for truth and reconciliation, and that means government jobs have the official day off. So that's not all jobs, uh, but it's government jobs, land titles. Land titles is going to be closed that day. So if you're going to close on a property, do not have it be that day. And I would advise not to have it the day before either, because land titles closes at 430, and if there's any hiccups or delays, you know, then you're not closing on the property you're supposed to, uh, or if you're uh, betting on that money coming in from the sale. So uh, keep that date in mind. And if you're thinking of buying and selling, make sure, make sure, uh, check your dates on that and uh, chat with your realtor. So we want to talk about the first segment. <laughs> Curtis, last week, you, you mentioned something about? About commissions. You got it. <laughs> I made a little one-off joke, and you uh, were all over me for it and said, you know what, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have an episode. We got to have a segment about that, and this is that segment. And a lot of people don't know where to, who pays the commission, how do realtors get paid, and, you know, why do they get paid like so much or you, they see the full dollar? So I'm going to explain it all uh, so, so it's, it's right out in the open. Everyone knows. And in the second segment after our break, we are going to talk about pre-construction and the age of rising interest rates. If you're thinking, if you're an investor or thinking of pre-construction or you've bought a pre-construction already and you're concerned, well, we'll talk about that. So, okay, who pays real estate commissions? So it's from the transaction. So really, both seller and buyer actually pay for the real estate commissions, but it comes from the purchase funds. So it's from the transaction on completion day and only if it transacts typically, right? So uh, the, the seller is the one with their listing agent who chooses what that commission is going to be. And, uh, you know, there's something called the Competition Act. So there is not a set commission that everyone charges. Different brokerages charge different rates. And uh, it could be a percentage or it could be a flat fee or it could be a mix of both. And it's up to the brokerage you hire and the realtor you hire because they're independent contractors and can choose their own commissions as well. So that's where the commission comes from. Uh, now, what happens with the commission? Like, does, does the listing agent, some people think, well, this is, uh, I'm signing my listing contract with my, my realtor listing my property. And this is going to be, let's just say, $30,000 of commissions if it closes. Uh, and it's not just the listing agent that gets $30,000. So think of a pie. There's four quarters to a pie. One of the quarters is is the brokerage of the listing agent as well as the brokers or the buyer's agent. One of the pies is the buyer's agent gets gets part of it. So they typically it's split in the middle. Listing agent gets half. The buyer's agent gets half. Then their brokerages get half of that pretty much. And then the, uh, the the taxes of the government gets their share. And then because it's pro bono work, it is like, uh, we don't know if we're going to get paid anything. We could pay thousands of dollars out of our pocket, plus all hundreds of hours of time. Plus, if you have staff, then you're paying all your staff. Like There's lots to it before you even know if you're going to get paid. And a lot of transactions, you list, it sells, let's say, within 30 days, 
completion is about a month and a half, two months later. You're also waiting for your commissions, a minimum usually around four months or so typically, uh, but it could be much longer than that. And then if it doesn't transact, if it doesn't close because let's say the buyer can't, uh, that they didn't get financing last minute or, you know, there was something that an issue where it didn't transact, the, the realtors don't get paid at all. So it has to transact. So at the end of the day, what the realtors actually putting in their pocket, their net after their growth, their taxes, after all those splits, you know, it's, 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 it's not as much as you, nearly as much as you would think. Uh, so I, I'd love to break it down. If anybody has the question, more questions about that, uh, you can ask me. But I hope does that clarify that a bit? It's clear as mud. <laughs> clear as mud. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that does clear it up. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot more than just you sell a house and somebody hands you a check. Absolutely. And advertising, marketing, professional photos, you know, all of it, everything that goes into it, uh, you put that too. So, and, and, and that's what happens when you do commission style work, right? Uh, and, and you're hoping it closes. And when we get back, a lot is going to be explained about the what, you know, the what if. And, you know, I look back to when you sold our house, uh, you know, almost two years ago, and uh, you had pamphlets made up that were amazing, that made our house look so much better than it was. You had a drone video done. You did so much, uh, you know, work before, yeah, we'd ever put pen to paper to sell the house. So, yeah, you're out of that money before you've ever got any commission back. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to know unless you don't know what you don't know. So <laughs> Exactly. All right, well, we should probably take a quick break here, and, uh, and and we'll come back in a bit. But first off, if people want more information about the seminars you were talking about, maybe see the listings you have, there must be some place they can go to get all that information. There is, and it's michellecummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. group show with michelle cummins and myself curtis pope now michelle we talked about uh, the various things in the first segment and and how commissions work and things like that and now what are we talking about in the second segment okay so we're talking about pre-construction in the age of rising interest rates oh, so i have a few pre-sales i've got of course clients that have pre-sales and there's some stories recently of some uh transactions uh that have uh, been around pre-sales and certain prices that were accepted and, and firm and concrete, supposedly, uh, but ended up being a little bit more flexible than the developer and the buyer uh, thought. So anyways, that sounds uh, interesting, doesn't it? You're like, what is going on and what does that mean? So <laughs> let me dive into this. So um, markets cross our country. Uh, they have begun to cool uh, from last year's highs. It literally was at the highest in February. And the world 
of pre-construction is facing its own share of new changes. As interest rates rise and developers and buyers reassess their plans, it is becoming increasingly difficult to navigate the space for successful investing, though there is still lots of potential for those who know where to look. So to help shine a light on the changing environment in the pre-construction world, uh, we wanted to talk uh, about what changed in pre-construction specifically. Now, the first major factor that began to affect the pre-construction market earlier this year was the changes introduced in 2022 federal budget. Changes to the way assignments are taxed, as well as limits on foreign buyers playing a role in cooling demand for pre-construction homes, particularly from investors. The biggest disrupt, though, as is common across so many markets today, is rising interest rates. September 7th is looming. Higher interest rates increase the carrying costs of mortgages. It drives home prices lower and causes buyers to reevaluate their pre-construction purchasing decisions. This is especially true for those investing with money borrowed from their home equity line of credit. Right now, the Bank of Canada is increasing rates to fight inflation, but the problem is when raise interest rates, it cools the housing market and prices fall. This is an issue for those selling properties that are subject to probate as well. So let me explain that a bit more because it's a tr- I have a true example that recently just happened. A uh, buyer waiting to list their property, too, three months later is three months too late. So what happened was a, a, a listing that is subject to probate, and I'm doing another one now, but probate can go four, six, eight months. It can go a while. So when you sell subject to probate, you set a price, let's say it was at the height of the market in February, and the buyer chooses to wait to, to list their house for three or four months or until they hear probate is, is, you know, coming up soon enough. Well, in the falling market like we've been in, uh, their home price had fallen as well. And their their pre-approval of their mortgage had expired. So everything had to be redone. The appraisal came back much lower. Their pre-approval came back much lower. And they're selling their house, having a hard time selling their house, not being able to sell their house, and listed a lot lower than they thought. So what does that what does that mean? They can't close on the property. That hundred thousand dollar deposit that they put in, the sellers are going to be able to keep it. And now those buyers are possibly facing maybe legal action too, because the seller could sue a buyer for not completing on the legal contract that they were supposed to complete on. So you don't want to be in that situation. So it's pre-sales and subject to probate sales are the ones to really be careful with and to watch out for. Uh, so that is a story on that. And then, you know, if, if you're tied to purchasing uh, this pre-construction property, uh, depending on and, and you're depending on your equity line of credit from your current property mortgage, but it comes time to close on it and your bank does their appraisal near when you're going to complete, but it might not complete until 2023 or 2024 uh, and and so you're now you can't get as much equity out of your property through the line of credit as you thought, and now you might not have the money to actually close on it. So selling a few, you might have to sell for a few hundred thousand dollars more than you had planned, uh, but you already committed to purchasing that pre-construction property too. So let's say you were going to sell your property, but closer to when you were going to complete, and now you're selling, like I said, a few hundred thousand dollars less. So that that that's a major 
changes. And uh, I, the situation, I have a situation, another one right now, where um, my buyers are wanting to purchase a property and the seller wants to sell, but they have to have a certain amount, but their property is not selling for that certain amount and they're not going to be able to sell it for that certain amount. So they had to go with their realtor. Lucky them, they used a the realtor to buy their pre-construction. So the realtor went and renegotiated a price with that developer saying, listen, they're not going to be able to close on it and they're not going to be able to sell unless you work with us here on price. So please, can you come down 100000 from the, the purchase price? And the developer actually said yes. So they are also seeing the times and knowing and understanding what's happening. They want deals, their deals to close as well. They don't want issues like people not completing. So... Um, if you are stuck in a situation where you're having a hard time, you talk to your realtor who you bought that pre-construction with and see what they can do for you uh, with the relationship they can negotiate with the developer, hopefully for your benefit. So, so, what, um, so new developments can take years to complete, and developers must price project based on their best projections. And the issue now is that many developers are finding that costs are exceeding their expectations and buyers are dropping off which can severely disrupt their plans. And while homeowners can usually lower their prices in the event of a market downturn, developers don't have the same luxury putting them in a tough place. There are a few other ways developers can deal with this situation. Uh, some projects may simply still have enough demand to move forward. Others may stall while they attempt to find more buyers and raise more funds. So a third portion may need to be canceled altogether, though, leaving investors who had possibly put deposits in and, and uh, bought these pre-construction some units with, with nothing to show for their time and their money. So I, again, example, I had a couple uh, pre-constructions in a project in Abbotsford, and they just decided not to do the project anymore. So, you know, they did send back the deposits, but, but here I'm out two amazing, wonderful units that I could have had. Uh, so so that can happen as well. So how to navigate a changing market? So this doesn't mean uh, that pre-construction is out of the question for investors or purchases. Uh, Opportunity still remains. The key is simply that investors choose to pursue and where. So they have to understand that. Where are they buying and what are the good deals? Uh, What still works in our changing times and investing with uh, reputable developers. Make sure you know who the developer is. And that can help investors to come out positive on the other side. I think investors at this point in time, depends on the products they're looking at. Uh, so like condos, anything more than a mid-rise, uh, maybe I'd be a little hesitant about that uh, because we don't know where that marketplace is going right now. Uh, smaller scale projects will tend to do a little better in these type of markets because the builder is not going to be as dependent on, on investors. Uh, but, you know, you just don't know. You really have to do your due diligence before you put a 10 or 15 or 20 percent deposit down on a pre-construction nowadays. So the shifting market also gives buyers much more leeway in negotiating, as I explained earlier with developers. So though developers may not be able to lower their prices outright, there are many allowances that can be made at the negotiating table. So in this case, it's ideal to work with agents who have good relationships with developers. Uh, Despite the current turbulence, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, especially in the area of our greater Vancouver and Fraser Valley. You're investing into one of the largest and growing areas of the country. And though things may be down for the foreseeable future, things will likely turn around and see demand and values rise again, as everyone is saying. The history of the market, at least, would bear out this truth based on previous lumps. It has 
happened. I've been to, I believe, four of them now since I've been a uh, licensed realtor selling for the last 19 or so years. Um, I think long-term, there's obviously going to be a rebound. So pre-construction is going to continue. We're just going to see a bit of a slowdown as we did in 2012 and 2014, 2017. Builders will just make the decision to put stuff either on the back burner or just not proceed with it to come out unscathed. Uh, you got to work with the time. So uh, that is about that. Any more information or questions you have on pre-construction, please always get a hold of me. I'm happy to answer all your questions. And then I wanted to go into my three new listings. So I have a lot in Rivers Reach that is in Harrison Mills on Harrison River. And it's 450000 and it comes with house plans that are already approved. So they're already approved house plans. You get those for free. Use it if you want to. Uh, or you can actually purchase that lot with that house built for you. And you could customize it with uh, the seller uh, who is a builder. So that is a great listing coming up, actually. Uh, not on the MLS yet. It'll be next week. Now I got also a co-listing on McRae, and that open house is today and tomorrow. Uh, so you want to, if you want to go out and have a look at it, it's really interesting in the heart of Mission, and it's 1.72 acres backing onto a ravine. So trees, ravine, and potential subdivided. It already has a second service lot. It's fenced. It's private. The house is five bedrooms, three bathrooms. You do not have to move the house to build another one. But again, uh, you'd have to um, check with the city uh, potential of that because it's huge right off McCray in Mission. It's a 3,200 square foot house, easily suitable, completely above ground, beautiful two story. So there's that one for 1349000 And then I have a place on Green Place, and it's on a 4,100 square foot lot. This one's also back onto uh, parkland, green space on two sides of it, actually, the back and uh, the west side. And it's a six-bedroom, three-bathroom basement entry, beautiful, built in 2011. The price is $1,100,000. It's a complete beautiful suite it would make. You just have to put a $15,000 kitchen in and you've got a suite in that place as well. So those are the new listings. And I got the quote of the week. It's when everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. That's Henry Ford. I'm st- okay, so a plane fly. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I had to think about that one. <laughs> when the plane takes off against the wind, they don't take off against the wind or not with it yes i follow you yeah okay i, I don't have my pilot's license so I, i'm you know but i had to think it through and it, you're right i should say that a third time oh it's one of those tongue twisters too <laughs> henry ford you know Great that's guy. right well if people want more information from you maybe they want to hear these quotes again or they want to have a look at your listings or things like that where can they go michellecummins.ca and join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.